What is up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of Surfing the Stream, where every week we are on a quest to find out what is the greatest movie of all time. I am your host, Matt Primo, and here at Surfing the Stream, every week we review at least two movies, and it's movies from your favorite franchises or some newly released movies that we just love to talk about. So today we are talking Predator 2. We are doing Predator in review. I've already reviewed the first one. Predator 2 is up next. I've already seen Predators. The only one I have left to watch is The Predator. And as soon as I'm done reviewing this movie for y'all, I'm going to be recording the next episode. So if you're if you're not familiar with the Surf and the Stream podcast, we have reviewed Batman, we have reviewed 90s action movies, horror movies. I've done Terminator Christian and I, we are doing Die Hard. We are almost finished with that. Live for your Die Hard will be released. Uh, if you're listening to this, it's already been released. Patreon supporters, you will already have had a chance to to listen to it. And next month, or in a couple weeks, I should say, we are doing Kung Fu Interview. It's a series that I'm not very familiar with. I don't really watch a whole bunch of Kung Fu movies, to be honest with you. I Kickboxer, Warrior... I mean, that's never back down. That's about the extent of my kung fu slash martial arts movies that I've been involved in. And I've I've already watched a few of them. I think like three. Two of them have had Chinese throughout the entire movie. So it's it's gonna be a long series. I I'm here for the long haul and I'm I'm ready to dive into something to a series, a genre that I'm not very familiar with. And it's gonna be very interesting and I'm I'm intrigued by it. And that's really one of the best things about this review channel is I'm able to, I'm starting to watch movies that I've never really thought about watching before. Like Carmen Edmonds, who is one of our $20 supporters on our Patreon, she recommended watching a movie called Bliss on Amazon Prime. And I was considering doing a review for it, but then I'm like, I don't know if I can do that at a non-spoiler review, especially since it was newly released. And, yeah, I just, but I don't think I would have watched that movie had it not been for this channel to begin with. And then, let's see, I've, I've just recently rewatched all the Indiana Jones movies. I had never seen The Last Crusade. I've seen maybe 30 minutes of Temple of Doom. I've seen the first one. And then Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. But, speaking of Patreon, patreon.com slash 2game. You can go there. If you want to support us, we have a $5 tier, a $10 tier, and a $20 tier. Shout out to our $20 tier supporters, Carmen Edmonds, like I mentioned a minute ago, Eric Hernandez, and Sharon Petrie. We appreciate y'all. Thank you for supporting us each and every month. And also, shout out to one of our new Patreon supporters, Alex Korb. I I know her from from high school. Uh, shout out to District Hosa Champs for life. So, yeah, we appreciate you joining us uh, on, on our Patreon, Alex, and we appreciate it. And speaking of Patreon, uh, we don't use that money to to fund our extravagant lives. Let's just say that. We use Patreon to support the podcast. We put the money back into the podcast that we use through Patreon. So if you support us on Patreon, all you're doing is helping us make better content for y'all with better equipment. And... 
if you've been wondering in the past, like, oh, I don't know, that audio is kind of kind of janky, a little bit, little bit, little bit bad. Well, we have two new mics, and the audio interface is going to be ordered. Uh, I'm actually going to be putting the order in. Let's see, tomorrow, the the eleventh. So that will be interesting. It'll be it'll be awesome to finally be able to use some new equipment, and hopefully we will sound a lot better. But you are here for Predator 2. Let's jump into it. I'm going to run through the plot real quick, give you some fun facts, and then I'll give you my general thoughts on the movie. The Predator returns to Earth, this time to stake a claim on the war-torn streets of a dystopian Los Angeles. This movie is directed by Stephen Hopkins, who directed Lost in Space, Blown Away, and Nightmare on Elm Street 5. I could not tell you what Nightmare on Elm Street that is because they're basically all the same. But Blown Away, a fantastic movie, by the way, with the exclusion of Tommy Lee Jones and his Irish accent, which is just terrible. But overall, great movie. If you've never seen it, go check it out. Lost in Space, I think I've seen it. I don't know off the top of my head. This movie was released November 21st, 1990. I was just a couple months old. The runtime of one hour and 48 minutes. It had a budget of $35 million and it grossed worldwide $57.2 million. So, I mean, really, it didn't make that much money. This movie stars Danny Glover, Gary Boosie, and Bill Paxton. Fun facts time. The Jamaican voodoo posse gang seen in the film were based on actual gangs that were terrorizing New York City and Kansas City in the mid to late 1980s. Arnold Schwarzenegger said no to Predator 2 because he didn't like the new director or the new script. I wonder why. Stephen Hopkins was given four weeks to film and four weeks to edit. Makes sense. This was initially given NC-17, initially given a NC-17 rating. It was the first film in the U.S. to receive this rating. I did not know that. That was pretty interesting news. Or, fun fact, excuse me. And they had a lot of budget concerns with this movie. It was supposed to take place in New York City, and they didn't get the tax credit, so they made it Los Angeles. And then John McTiernan wanted wanted too much money, so that's why he did not return for this movie. And he was also directing uh, Hunt for Red October. Jumping into my... My general impressions of this movie. I have a lot of thoughts about this movie and they're not great. So if you're coming into this review expecting me to talk highly of this movie, then this is probably not the review for you. I do find it very interesting when I start any new series. Like when I started Terminator. I think I mentioned in the first episode, I was like, you know, the first one, this is amazing. Second one is obviously the best of all time. Uh, after three, I don't know if that series is going to be any good. And then I do know that the last one I actually enjoyed. So I wasn't sure how I was going to like the other ones. Well, come to find out, I absolutely hated Rise of the Machines, number three. And I loved Terminator Salvation, which I did not like uh, years ago. So these series, I-, I love coming into the series and saying, thinking to myself or mentioning on this podcast... Hey, I'm just from my experience, I really love this movie and I didn't like this movie. But 
when you put them back to back to back and you're watching them as a continuous film just just about you really gain new perspective on which ones are good and which ones aren't and coming into the series i thought well i haven't seen two in uh maybe 20 years maybe eh, it's probably a little probably a little too much but it's right around that time frame. It's been, it's been a long time since I've seen the second Predator movie. And I had seen the the latest two, Predators and the Predator. And I remember distinctively not liking Predators. I thought it was boring and it just did not fit with the series. But now, after watching Predator 2, it's the exact opposite. I just, I don't like this movie. I used to like it as a kid. But this movie is just, it's so bland and uninteresting. And specifically in the in the beginning, there's just, there's nothing about this movie that makes me want to rewatch it over and over again. There's, the, the, the characters are not great. They're, you don't want to root for them. You don't care who dies, who lives. It has that 90s uh, dialogue in it, which is not very good. And if you've listened to any of my 90s action movie reviews, go check those out. This would have... I I did not watch this during the month of my 90s action series for this reason. Because I was expecting to review The Predator uh, eventually. So I did not watch it. And it did not get included in my top 10. And it would not be in my top 10 after this. So I made a good judgment call. I believe so. So, but if you go back to that series... It's one of the consistent things that I mentioned from episode to episode is it's just cheesy dialogue. And really, I'm, to, its, to the extent, that's what makes 90s action movies so amazing is the dialogue. But at sometimes, it can, it can really hurt a movie. And it really does hurt this movie in this point because it's not even clever, cheesy dialogue. And... Uh, they do a lot of the same things that the first one does, but they don't do it nearly as good. So when they made this movie, they I guess when they decided, oh, let's do a Predator 2, they said, well, let's just do a lot of what made the first one really good, and let's just do it a bunch. And that's where they failed, I think, ultimately in this movie. And I'm going to go back to other reviews that I've done, like Die Hard. Amazing movie. Die Hard 2 does too much of what Die Hard did and doesn't progress that series or that franchise further and it looks too much into the past and it really gets hurt in the process. Whereas Die Hard 3 does enough to look in the... It looks more forward to the future but also looks back to the past a little bit and gives you little nuggets here and there and it's all the much better for it. This has the same issue as Die Hard 2. Granted, this movie is significantly worse than Die Hard 2, so I will give that credit. But I'll just mention some of the things that was was amazing with the first Predator movie. And if you haven't listened to my review for the first Predator movie, go check that out. Because I think that would really help my case in this movie when I tell you how terrible it is. So in Predator, they do a really good job with, with sound design with building up tension. I mean, that movie is a straight-up horror movie, if you think about it. It's almost like a slasher film. This movie, it has almost none of that. The sound design is terrible. 
the there's no buildup of tension. There was one scene in particular that I remember that had tension, and it was when one of the cops was going back to the Jamaican shootout place, and he was climbing up into the rafters, and he noticed the 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 predator spear tip had been it was up there, and then it builds that tension because you're like, oh man, it's about to go down, huh? About to go down. It's about to go down. And then the Predator's right there. And he kills him. And that was the only scene that I've seen that I saw in this movie that I was they actually got my blood flowing a little bit. It got me a little excited. Made me a little tense on the edge of my seat. Other than that, there was not much tension build up. And that was one of the great things about the first one. Another thing about the first one is they did the perfect amount of swapping back and forth between you know regular vision and the predator vision this one they do it way too much and it's it's an issue it's it's distracting at that point because they're doing it so much it's not it's not adding to this movie it's it's distracting from it ultimately and then the acting it's it's just meh but at the same time is it the 90s and that's what I was mentioning earlier, is the acting and the dialogue just a product of when this movie was made? Can I actually fault this movie for being a product of its time? And I'm going to say, I will. I do not like the acting, and I do not like the writing and dialogue. But ultimately, that's not going to be what really holds this movie back for me. It's going to be some of the things that it chooses to do regarding uh, Predator Mode, the tension, uh... Bill Paxton's character is so obnoxious in this movie. I don't know if they had planned that and they just got Bill Paxton to play it or they created this character and Bill Paxton just wanted to go off the rails, but he's super obnoxious. And all I could think about in this movie was how much he reminded me of how much I hated Uma Thurman in Batman and Robin. And go check out that review as well. Because Christian and I absolutely slaughtered that movie in that review. But Uma Thurman in that movie is the Bill Paxton in this movie. It's just, it, it makes me cringe every time he's on scene because I hate it so much. Now granted, I will give Bill Paxton credit for this. If I had to rewatch this movie again, I could. If I, I don't think I could ever watch Batman and Robin again. And it's all because of Uma Thurman. So Bill Paxton is better than Uma Thurman. So I will give him that. But it doesn't make him any less obnoxious in this movie. And then back to my point of audio and sound design and all that good stuff. Some I, I don't know for a fact. I didn't see any fun facts about it when I was when I was Googling it. But I really got the feeling that there was a lot of dubbing going on. Like I felt like the the voices were not coming from the mouths. I mean they the sync was up. But the audio was messed up. Like it was like they were speaking either louder than what they were a few minutes ago, or they weren't speaking nearly as loud as everybody else. The audio was really, I don't know, the mix was really weird on this movie. And it was very distracting, to be honest with you. Now, the last couple of points that I want to make about this movie the, the biggest thing that I have against this movie is Danny Glover. I just, I didn't think that he fit in this movie to be honest with you I never believed for a second 
that he could be capable of taking down a predator. Arnold Schwarzenegger had trouble taking down a predator. And they're going to bring in Danny Glover? I get it. He was in uh, Lethal Weapon. But that's a completely different style of character as to what Arnold Schwarzenegger is, what he brings to the table. And I just, I never believed it. And he's doing all these cool things in the street. I'm just like, that makes no sense. Why would I just a Joe Schmo cop in L.A. be doing those things? And specifically when he's riding down the street with his head poking out of the car with there's no front door. I'm like, you're just trying to be cool, but that's not cool. I, I don't I don't know what they're trying to go for there. He was just never believable in this movie. Now, granted, the last maybe 20, 30 minutes, as soon as he starts chasing down the Predator, the movie does get a little bit better for me. The first, I don't know, hour, hour and 10 minutes, I'm not involved. I am nowhere near being invested in this movie. And it's mainly because the characters are so bland. It's uninspiring. And I just, I don't, I don't care about them, to be honest with you. And Danny Glover's right there in the middle of all that. And he's just not a believable action hero to me. So I feel like if they would win a different direction with getting a different actor for the role, maybe the movie would have been a little bit better. I don't know. And a few other points I want to make. The subway scene is uninspiring. There's no tension. It's absolutely silly. And it's just flashes of lights and quick cuts. I I zoned out of that, that scene, to be honest with you. The cityscape is nothing but terrible CGI. God, is it awful CGI. Terrible. Takes you completely out of the movie. And when the Predator starts running away from Danny Glover, bro, why is the Predator running away from Danny Glover? I don't understand this. You are the Predator. Why are you running away from this cop? Makes no sense. And then just ultimately, they just they made the Predator just seem like such a fool in this movie, to be honest with you. And compared to the first one where he's really smart and calculating, and this one is just, he's just there. He, he, it's like he's the dumb one out of the group and he's got sent to the city to kill some people. I, I don't know. It just, this movie altogether all just was not nearly as good as the first one. And I get it, you're not going to top the first one of a series of that magnitude like the Terminator. Well, granted, the Terminator 2 did top it, but like Die Hard, the second one couldn't top the first one. The same thing. I understand that. I'm not trying to put, these. this is not expectations that is ruining this movie for me. Because, yes, I am comparing it to the first one. What it did good, what it didn't do good. It's just this movie was just, it was boring. It The pacing was off. The first hour, like I said, it was just, it was terrible. And I will probably never watch this movie again. And this that will lead me into my final ranking of the movie, or final rating. I gave this two stars out of five. I don't think it's a good movie. Like I said... In previous episodes, two and a half is my average movie. It has decent writing, decent acting, the whole nine yards. This one is it's it's below average. It's below average, and I do not like this movie. I will not watch this movie again. And if I'm rewatching the series, 
I will skip this movie ultimately because I could not find much joy in this movie other than the like the last 20, 30 minutes once Danny Glover starts chasing him. But again, why is the pre- I I get it the predator's wounded and he's trying to get back to the ship, but I mean, dude, you're just you're you're letting Danny Glover punk you out in this movie, and it's it's not cool. It's not cool. Not your your other predator went toe to toe with Arnold Schwarzenegger, and you're running scared from Danny Glover. So I'm just saying. So buy, sell, rent, or skip. If it's a part of a a part of a box set, then by all means buy it. I would not buy this movie on its own. Just go ahead and skip it. I pay twenty six dollars on Amazon for all four movies of these series. So yeah, it came with it, and I have it now. But I would not buy this movie individually. It's not it's not worth five dollars to me. I wouldn't even rent it. Just skip it all together. If you haven't seen it in a while, you might be able to find it on like an old streaming site. I don't believe I did. So if you did, let me know. If not, ultimately just skip it because it's it's not a good movie. And if you're a fan of the first one, you're not going to like this one. But I think it's going to conclude this review for Predator 2. And Predator's review will come out just shortly. I'm going to knock that one out real quick. So uh, I will catch you all next time on another episode.